Letter twenty three of Young Americans Abroad or Vacation in Europe Travels in England, France, Holland, Belgium, Prussia, and Switzerland. Edited by J. O. Chules. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Letter twenty three London Dear Charlie, I have not written to you for some time, but to-day I have seen a number of things which I am sure you would be pleased with, and so I will tell you about them. Early in the morning we went to see the mansion-house. This is the dwelling-house of the Lord Mayor of London. It is a fine-looking building, but has a queer upper story, with small windows, which look badly over the noble pillars and portico. The great room used for public occasions is the Egyptian Hall, for what reason does not appear from anything about it. Here the Lord Mayor has great feasts. I should like to be in London on the 19th of November, which is his day of inauguration, and this is the great day for Londoners. He rides in a large gilt carriage. I believe he goes to Westminster by water, in a splendid barge, and comes back in his coach. The salary is eight thousand pounds, but expenses are beyond this amount, and some persons refuse to serve, and pay a fine of five hundred pounds, but this is a rare case, and enough are ready to pay for the honour. In the city the mayor ranks before the royal family. The title of Your Lordship ceases at the expiration of his office. Our next visit was to the Royal Exchange, a very noble quadrangle, which was finished in 1844. It stands finely between the Bank of England and the Mansion House, and in front there is a sort of open space, or widening of the streets. This is the third building which has occupied the same spot. The two earlier ones were both burnt down. The original exchange was built by Sir Thomas Gresham, and opened by Queen Elizabeth in 1570. It was copied from the famous Burse at Antwerp, which still stands. It is singular that, in the great fires of 1666 and 1838, the statue of Sir Thomas Gresham escaped uninjured. The exchange is built of Portland stone, and already has acquired, from the spoke of London, a venerable tinge. The portico, I am told, is the largest in the kingdom, but the one at St. Martin's Church I like better. Crossing over the road, we were at the Bank of England. This is truly an immense affair. The walls measure fourteen hundred and sixty feet. It was built in 1734, but has had many alterations and additions, and now covers four acres. We did not go into it. The docks of London are among the attractions of the place. They are called St. Catharines, London, East India, West India, Commercial, etc., these are far too great an affair for me to describe, and to look at them, and then think of writing an account, is very much like a small boy opening a book of mathematics and trying to understand it. What do you think of the tobacco warehouse at the docks covering five acres? Then the tea in bonded warehouses was worth twenty-five millions of dollars, and there are ten millions of pounds of pepper, six millions of gallons of wine, and other things in proportion. I inquired about the shipping, and was told that there were about 4,750 vessels, and 80,000 seamen, employed in the foreign commerce of the city, and beyond all this, 21,000 coasting vessels, averaging five or six men to each craft. Nothing in London amazes us like these docks. Here you see Malays, Turks, Lascars, Chinese, Russians, Portuguese, Dutch, French, Negroes, and men of all nations. We went several times to walk through Covent Garden Market, and to see it to advantage you must go very early in the morning. The supply of fruits and flowers is perfectly astonishing, and the perfume is very fine. You little imagine, Charlie, the prices that early vegetables and fruits fetch. 
a cucumber and onion, wrapped up in grape leaves, will, in February, March, and the early part of April, find purchasers at two, three, and four dollars. Strawberries, peaches, and pines are sold in early season at what we should think awful prices. The hothouse grapes are very beautiful, and the vegetable productions are more carefully raised, and in greater variety than with us. If you want to know all about Covent Garden Market, you must read Mayhew on London Labor, a nice book. We boys had a treat the other day at an autograph collector's. His collection was large and rare, but his price is very high. I have saved a catalogue for you. Tomorrow we are off for the continent, and we are very busy in making our arrangements, so I must close. Our next will be from La Belle France. Yours affectionately, George. End of letter twenty three. Read by Sibella Denton. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org.